Ladies and gentlemen, for the thousands in attendance and for the millions watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world! Come on. The greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it! Welcome, everybody, to Suck It! I am the great and powerful king of kings, prince of all. That is awesome. Derek, how the hell is everybody this evening? I hope everybody is having a great freaking start to your week. Monday, Monday, Monday. What a day. What a great start to the week it's been so far. I'm hoping everybody is having a great week as far, you know, starting off as well. Um, got a fun-filled, action-packed week for you this week. Tonight, we've got country music star Kimberly Dawn coming on the air. Then tomorrow, we have rap star Chef Sean. And then to Wednesday, we have another rap star by the name of John Doe. And then Thursday and Friday is a double header um, with two stars from the upcoming um, movie <clears throat> Mighty Oak. We've got Gianna Harris on Thursday and then the guy who plays her father in the movie, Rodney Hicks, on Friday. So got a fun-filled, action-packed week for you guys this week. Also, for those of you who are watching on Facebook right now, this will be the last week for Facebook going forward. If you want to catch us, we're going to be on Twitch only and Twitch exclusively. So please check us out there. Um, so we appreciate all the you know the views and follows on Facebook. However, it's time to ex be exclusive to Twitch. So as of Friday, that would be the last day. Speaking of Friday, we have a giveaway going on on Friday from one of our sponsors, Manscaped. We're on Friday in the Twitch chat only. Um, we are giving away a free Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the mat, um, the Lawnmower 3.0. It also includes the ball toner. It includes ball deodorant um, and a really, really sleek, stylish leather carrying case. It's a $99 value, and I'm giving it away for free on Friday during the Rodney Hicks interview in the Twitch chat only. So please log in, comment on the Twitch chat. And then um, on Friday, we will go ahead and give away that, um, that awesome prize. So again, for those of you who are just now joining us on Facebook, I can see a few of you out there. This will be the last week for Facebook. Next week, it is exclusive to Twitch. So please follow us at DCK Productions on Twitch. 
Um, and that will be get us going. So uh, while we're waiting for our guest this evening, let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun. So <laughs> today I was at the doctor, right? And, you know, I'm 39 and I shouldn't feel this way. However, I really fucking do sometimes. And today was one of those days. Um, and so I was sitting in the doctor's office and they were listening to a classic rock station. And, but I wasn't, I didn't realize it at first. Um, and I was sitting there going, oh, you know, Metallica's Unforgiven is on. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, whatever they're listening to is a great station. Cool. However, it then it became a realization that it was a um, a classic rock station. So I was like, holy shit, you know, albums released 30 years ago. So it's like, wow. <laughs> so now the, you know, the music that I grew up on as a, as a kid, you know, I was 9, 10, 11 years old at the time. So in 1990, now 30 years ago, you know, Metallica's freaking, you know, black albums considered classic rock. When, when did this happen? When exactly did, you know, now I get, you know, Ride the Lightning and, you know, you know, Master of Puppets and Kill Em All and stuff like that. I get that. But, but, but... Gray Sofa, how you doing, buddy? Um, but fucking a fucking the black album that was that's considered classic fucking rock. What the fuck? That just you know um, drives me up the fucking wall. So I figured, you know what? Let's um let's have a little bit of fun with that. So albums released in 1990, 30 years ago, that are now considered classic rock. So first off. Um, we've got Anthrax with the Persistence of Time, which is a which is a good album. Then we've got um, the Black Rose, Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker, another good one. Um, Danzig with Danzig Two, um, Lucifage was a, a decent album, not that great. Um, Alice in Chains released their one of their first albums. I think it was their first album, Facelift. So freaking Alice in Chains is 30 years old. Alice in Chains is 30 years old. I know. Great. So if I feel you do that, that makes me want to cry too. <laughs> um, Living Color, Time's Up, that had Cult of Personality on it. So Cult of Personality is 30 fucking years old. Yeah, we are old. Holy shit. Um Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think here. What else came out that year? Cow oh, okay. Now I feel fucking old. Pantera's Cowboys from Hell came out in 1990. 30 years ago, Pantera's Cowboys from Hell came to light. 30 years. So Cowboys from Hell, one of the fucking greatest metal albums of all time, is now considered classic rock yeah um i'm gonna go upstairs and rot in my fucking bed apparently because this shit is just getting crazy um <laughs> that uh, i can't even believe that um 
And oh, here we go. Warrant cherry pie. <sighs> yeah. Walk. <laughs> yeah, walking makes my makes my joints hurt too. Yeah. But um Warrant Cherry Pie was released in 1990. So I mean there was a lot of good stuff released in 1990. I mean, In Flames, the band In Flames, still around today, formed in 1990. Tool formed in 1990. <sighs> Where has the time gone? Like, seriously. Um, music today, you know, I'm still trying to gain my bearings here after seeing some of these albums that were released that long ago. Um, bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory. You know, just crazy, craziness how long ago it was. You know, um, yep. Uh, well, Tool... I stopped liking Tool in the 90s, to be totally honest with you. Um, Tool is never my thing. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not a big um, Maynard fan. Um, he's decent, but um, he's too, in my opinion, too arrogant and cocky. I remember watching them. I think it was in 2000, 2001. I went to go see Tool. Uh, this was back when I was living in Orlando. I saw him at the uh, Orlando Arena or Amway Center or TD Waterhouse, whatever it was called at the time. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, um, it was the weirdest show ever. They had fucking um, like these contortionists and acrobats and all this weird shit going on on stage. And um, behind the drummer, uh, Maynard was standing is silhouette style turned away from the audience and his back to the crowd. All you can only see a silhouette and that's how he was singing. And Jim Morrison back in the day in the 60s, 70s, whatever it was for the doors, that's how he used to do it. Um, so you saw that shit. So, you know, exactly great. Sophie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it was weird. It was odd. Um, I did not dig it at all. And that point from that point forward is what made me stop listening to, um, Maybe stop listening to Tool. Um, so that was like what 2001, 2000, something like that. But that that uh that was some crazy ass shit. Um, it was yeah. But um, but again, I'm you know I'm glad that we have what we have today. Um, you know some of the music out there today is just insane. Let me uh, email my guest here. You know, we've got, you know, we've got uh, Slipknot. We've got all these great bands, you know, hell yeah. You know, keeping the, you know, the legacy of Dimebag and fucking uh, Vinnie Paul alive still today. So, you know, kudos, kudos to Chad Gray and, um, you know, hell yeah, guys. You know, that's just amazing. Um, you know, we've got to, you know, keep that kind of shit going. So I definitely give them props. And then what Metallica, what we have to, we have to have a fist fight. Okay. So how about I log onto your, your, your program tonight and then kick your ass again in some, uh, <laughs> in some games. <laughs> didn't I, didn't I beat you last time? I think I did. Or I think it was a combination of the two that, you know, you know, my, uh, horrible drawings or, you know, my anal comments that, uh, that set me over the edge. But, um, but no, we got some, you know, great stuff going on there and, you know, just 
never, ever, ever count out what music can be. Um, that's what this show is about. We're about music. We're about movies. We're about life. We're about mental health. We're about everything, you know? Um, and that is one of the coolest things about life is music. And if we don't have music, then we don't survive, you know, whether it's country music, you know, whether you're a country music fan, like we got coming on tonight, um, whether it's a, you know, metal or rock or whatever the case might be, you know, metal, you know, rock, all of that. It keeps us moving. Music is what drives most of us. It's one, it's one of the saving graces for a lot of different people. And, you know, I don't know where I would be today without music. You know, I used to do a lot of cool stuff in back in the early 2000s and my, you know, my early 20s with music and stuff like that. Um, I was a guitarist. I was a singer for a few bands and I loved every damn second of it. Um, and I miss it, but at the same time, I get to talk about it now um, with, you know, with musicians, um, with my guest hosts, you know, um, and my PR agents texting me. Um, you know, we got a lot of cool stuff, you know, with that and, you know, when I'm having a mental health day or, um, when I'm having just one of those days at work or because of the podcast, whatever the case might be, um, take a quick break. Hold on one second, guys. All right. All right. Back on. Everything's cleared up now. So thank you guys for holding out. I appreciate it. Um, my guest is in the green room now, so we'll bring her on in a second. But anyway, I just want to kind of, you know, go back to what I was saying. Um, music is for everybody. Music is for life. Music is for, you know, whoever, you know, it chooses to be for. Um, regardless of whether it's, like I said, it's country, rock, whatever. You know, mental health is important. And for me, music is my gateway to you know curing my mental health so i appreciate everybody that comes on the show just because again i'm a metalhead or a rock guy doesn't mean anything so you know and that goes for you guys too so you know i appreciate everyone that's you know watching right now uh, or to listening you know in the car tomorrow morning whatever the case might be you know we've got to you know have that respect for everybody especially nowadays because you never know what kind of music or something that's going to pop on your life that's going to mean something to you and have that significant impact on you. So with that being said, I am honored to bring on today's guest, um, country music star, Kimberly Dawn. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm sorry about the technical difficulty. I was, I don't know what was going on. I don't know either. Um, it's all good. It happens. You know, it's live, you know, internet stuff. It happens. No yeah. mean, big deal. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Oh, no. I appreciate you come, taking the time out of your day to come on and join me today. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, just like everyone else, just trying to get used to kind of the way uh, the world is right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, this world, you know, in six months time is completely turned up on its head. Um, yeah. You know, it started with in January with whatever happened in January. And then, you know, February we started hearing about, um, you know, we started hearing about COVID. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, then March hit and then that, and then now we've got Black Lives Matter and we've got the LGBTQ stuff coming up again. And yeah. now we've got the Me Too movement coming back again. It's just like, it, it feels like, it feels like the plague coming back on it, you know, society. And like, what, where are we going to go from here? It's just, it's a, it's a questionable time. And it, it makes me just kind of go, Hmm, you know, no, I'm with you. It's, it is a questionable time. And, you know, um, and it weighs very heavy on me, it weighs heavy on my heart, but that's probably part of the artist in me, you know, um, I just feel a lot, you know? Yeah. I just feel it all. Yeah, I mean, especially for being a musician, I'm sure you feel it, you know, a lot more than others right now, um, being that you, you know, you're kind of in the limelight. So people kind of look at you for, you know, different things. And, you know, whatever you post online, your fans kind of grab at. So you've got to be really kind of a cautious, I guess you could say, about sure. making sure, you know, saying what saying the right things. But at the same time, you know, you not being able to. And I know you took a break for a while to become a mom, but even though, you know, going out, you know, doing the touring or even just going to play a club or whatever the case might be down the road, you know, missing that aspect of things too has got to suck on so many levels. Oh, it does. I mean, of course I want to be out there playing shows and I want to be out there singing my songs and um, being able to meet the fans and meet people and connect with people because I love that part of, you know, what I do. Um, but I'm figuring out other ways, to, other ways to connect with people. And a lot of it is really having to really hone in on social media. Um, that's how I'm able to really connect with my fans, to connect with people. Um, because ultimately, I want them to feel like they're connected to me. Because if they feel connected to me, they want to hear what I have to say. They want to listen to my music. Yes, absolutely. You know? And that's one thing that I noticed about you. Um you know, I, when I was researching you and, you know, looking at your, you know, your Instagram page and stuff like that, all the stuff that you've been posting, your live stuff, and you've been really, really active on your Instagram. And I think that is amazing. There's been a lot of time um, where, you know, I've been researching an artist or I've been talking to somebody else or even some of the bands that I love, you know, they've been kind of silent. They've been kind of quiet. They haven't really done much and they're, they're living off of their legacy. And it's like, guys, you, you haven't, you know, one of my favorite bands in the world, and I love them to death, and I'll still love them no matter what. Um, Avenged Sevenfold, you know, they, you know, yeah. two years ago, you know, Matt uh, heard his vocal cords and they had to cancel their tour, and they're now they're working on a new album. But, you know, during this time or even much last year, I didn't hear from them. You know, we had a new song that came out that they that had recorded during their last album that they just kind of put out, you know, last minute, but it's like, Guys, you've got to stay relevant. And now, especially now, you can be forgotten in a heartbeat. You're 100% right in that. And listen, I have my moments where I might be a little quieter on, on social media just because sometimes I feel like I don't know what to say, so I'm just not going to say anything. But then I have to rein it back in because I think it's important to still have a voice. And I think it's important to say things and and you know, let the world know what you're thinking or how you're feeling about things. Um, the whole Black Lives Movement, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, um, you know, people want to hear what you're thinking about that. You know, you want to feel like you're being supportive in kind of everything that you're doing. And honestly, as an artist, I feel like um, I love everybody. So I want to feel like I'm, I have a voice in what I'm saying, you know, 
Um, obviously, I, I want to be careful because, you know, you never want to offend anybody. You never want to say the wrong thing. And that's hard. It is. You know, it's hard. And I've also realized I'm not going to make everybody happy, happy. You know, some people may not like what I say, but anybody who knows me and I'm talking even from my fans to my family to my best friends, they know everything comes from my heart. So um, and I think when people know that, you know, they understand me a little more. Exactly. I mean, especially now, you know, like I was saying, you know, we've got the, you know, speak out or, you know, Me Too movement, whatever you want to call it now. And then, you know, they've got the Black Lives Matter. And then, you know, we had some LGBTQ stuff that's been happening this month, you know, Pride yeah. Month. And then, you know, that great, you know, Supreme Court decision and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, I remember, you know, back at the beginning of the month, I had a, um, one of the, directors for the national LGBTQ task force on as an interview. And that was the day that they actually made the Supreme court ruling that you can no longer wow. get fired for, um, you know, for being gay. And that was a huge historical day. And I want to be able to yeah. talk to her about it, but at the same time, it's like, we have this black lives matter stuff going on too. So yeah. how can I celebrate one? And it was very, very touch and go. And now it's like, we got three things going on, you yeah. know, plus add COVID on top of that. It's like, what do I, post i mean it's like it, it's hard it's really really hard it is but i think you know what being able to touch on a little bit of each thing you know like i was talking to one of my girlfriends and you know a lot of people were like what's covid you don't hear as much about it but now the cases are skyrocketing so now it's kind of in the media again you know here in california i know that they're talking about now wanting to shut down bars and all kinds of places because it's been on the rise well then you have black lives matter and you got to keep you know people need to keep posting about it like i have a friend she said you know what i every week i'm still going to post a couple things about it because it's something that we don't want people to forget about it needs to still be in the forefront just like what's going on in the lgbt community you know we want to make sure that we're that it stays relevant because it's important because it is relevant. Right. Wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I mean, and, and the thing about it is, you know, with somebody like yourself or even me with, you know, being a, you know, even I'm small, you know, I'm only 7,000 listeners, you know, a day and, you know, a couple thousand on views. So, I mean, I'm getting about 10,000 a day, but nowhere close to what you're getting. And, you know, I've got to be careful about what I say. I got to be make sure that I'm, you know, supporting everybody and doing the right things. And I got to make sure that, you know, I'm keeping them engaged by doing the right things, but at the same time, you know, not, I, I don't want to pick sides, especially when it comes now, right. now, now I don't want to mean like, you know, you know, black lives matter versus the blue lives matter. Now I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, yeah, no, no, I'm saying I'm making sure my audience knows that, but yeah. you know, you know, I don't want to sh say that I'm more LGBTQ rights or more black. I know I'm equal across the board because I'm one of those people that believes I don't believe the whole all lives matter thing. I believe that before we can have all lives matter, we need to have all lives matter, period. So that's the black lives. That's the LGBTQ. That's, the, you know, the everything. So, you know, we can't have it. And so that's that's how I kind of preach it. And it's right now the black lives matter is what's important. And and it's, it's just it's sad to see some of the stuff right now, Ex especially, um, you know, with now what's going on with COVID again, um, I have family in Florida, um, 
Florida reported 10,000 new cases of COVID in one day earlier this week. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's like, and then people go on, go on social media and, well, why do we need to wear masks? Come on, really? You know, it, it and, and also, I, <laughs> I, I need to preach real quick. You know, there's a couple trolls out there, obviously. There's always trolls everywhere. But now is not the time to be freaking trolling, guys. I understand you like to cause stirs. I understand you like to be assholes on the internet. But now is not the time. You know, we need to be supporting and standing up for each other and not not trolling each other. So that, that was my little piece. I apologize. Um, but I, anyway, I agree with but you that. that's what I was saying. You know, you know, the COVID stuff is is it's scary because now you know everything that opened back up tripled you know with what they were had before and now they're closing up again and it's like where do we go from here so with that being said i mean where do you see you know with the current state of affairs right now because they said you know with the heat and you know the summertime COVID was supposed to go away obviously that didn't happen so where do you see not just inter not just music but where do you see entertainment taking us in the next six months i mean is it gonna all be pay-per-view is it all gonna be video on demand i mean what exact is it gonna be internet performances what exact are your feelings on it and where would you like to see it go well listen i think in the next six months we're still not going to be seeing a lot of um i don't really think venues are going to be opening maybe in certain states i did see something um online the other day um, there was a country musician who was out um, singing live and there was hundreds and hundreds of people in whatever this bar venue was and there was no masks. But we know we can't do that kind of stuff right now because that's how it's just going to keep shutting everything else down. If we just give it some time, get through COVID, you know, there will be a vaccine at some point. Um, so I think right now, you know what, there's going to be, yes, a lot of like doing stuff on the internet, you know, doing live shows in your house. I mean, I've done that a lot. I've done Instagram lives where I've gone on and you know there's a lot of Facebook um, lives people are doing, um, you know, just really trying to be relevant that way as much as we can. Um, entertainment. I mean, I, I know movies and TV shows are slowly starting to kind of get themselves in gear to kind of uh, start production, but they're going to actually have people on sets that are literally responsible for making sure that COVID rules are followed. So masks six feet apart, you know, even um, craft services, the way that they're going to do everything, everything is going to change right now. Yeah. And it's hard because you know what, it's the, it's the unknown, it's new for all of us, but we all just need to kind of ride this together because I say this, over and over again, we're all in this together. And if we just all would, you know, be patient and just do this together, it's it's gonna be okay. We're all gonna be okay. Do I wanna get out there and perform? Yes, I recorded an album in January in Nashville. I wanted to go out and promote that. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna have to think of other creative ways to do it. And, and I will, cause I'm still going to put out music. And like all musicians, they still want to put out music, movies, um, production companies still want to put out movies and TV shows, and they'll be able to. They're just going to have to change the way things are done a little bit. I, and I, I totally agree with you. And um, back 
about a month ago, I had another country music star on uh, by the name of Josh Gallagher. He was one of the finalists of uh, The Voice. Yeah. And he just released his new album back in March, right before COVID hit. Um, and he was, you know, had a tour set up, ready to promote it, and boom, just completely done. So he didn't have a chance to promote it at all prior to COVID hitting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was another band that I uh, talked to about another couple, like two weeks ago, um, a metal band called Arrival of Autumn. And they actually did uh, an, an album that came out a few months ago too. But what they did was they actually put together a new, they dropped a new single and a new um, music video, but they socially distanced and released this music video. So nobody was on the, there was just a cameraman and then the, and then the person playing the instrument or singing, whatever. Yeah. And that was it. And then they just kind of pieced it all together. And it was really cool. It turned out really awesome. And, you know, I mean, so I, I've seen a lot of cool stuff. You know, I had um, DJ Kid Capri on on Thursday. And he's been doing a lot of cool stuff um, going on Instagram and stuff like that. You know, doing live party shows or whatever yeah. else the case might be. So I think that is definitely a cool thing to do, especially from, you know, the musician side. Because you never know what's going to happen. You know, <sighs> I, I've had a concert tickets that were supposed to be in March that I'll probably never go get to see now. And it sucks. It, it does. But, you know, taking the time out of, you know, thinking of new creative ways, you know, for you guys has definitely been really cool to watch on my end. So I definitely give you guys props for that. And listen, it sucks for artists because musicians, they want to go out. These bands want to go out and perform. The, you know, everyone wants to get out and be able to do it. So they feel bad because their fans want to see them, but yet they can't go out and do what they want to do. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, and I feel it too. Cause I mean, I'm a stand-up comedian as well. So I, you know, that, that rush of adrenaline, you know, being able to tell jokes in front of, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's 25 people or 500 people, it's, it, there's nothing like it. And, you know, yeah. and I used to be a musician. Oh, I'm still a musician, but I used to play professionally as well back when I was in my early 20s. You know, I played in front of 10,000 people before and it's there's nothing like it. So, you know, I can I mean, I feel, you know, I feel, you know, what you're feeling and it, it sucks. But I'm glad that you've taken that extra step to make sure that your fans are still engaging with you and you're still engaging with your fans and letting them know, hey, I'm here for you guys. Yeah. And that is awesome. And I do appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so with that being said, um, why don't you, I know you're, you're all geared up and ready to go. Um, yes. Why don't you uh, play for us your new um, single, Nashville? I would love to. Okay. There we go. Hanks t-shirt, faded blue jeans He took me right back like a teenage dream Ninety miles north from that Georgia claim Right back to that summer burning up the place All night on that Broadway strip Guitar case, open with no dollar to tip All lit up like the neon lights in 18 years, I never felt so high. When I think about Nashville, windows down on your Cadillac, I think about a sunset dripping down the summer sky, sipping on the moonshine, I'll never forget. When I think about landslide, now I build my life around you. 
ain't afraid of change, not a radio station, not a thing from my past about you. When I think about Nashville, I hope you think of me too. From that golden road with Keith Urban, who wouldn't want to be me? Yeah, that's for certain. Shotgun seats, the T-top off, sun-kissed skin, and we're out getting lost. All night on that Broadway strip, guitar case open with no dollar to tip. All lit up like the neon lights. In 18 years, I never felt so high. When I think about Nashville, windows down on the Cadillac. I think about the sunset dripping down the summer sky, sipping on the moonshine I'll never forget. When I think about landslide and how I build my life around you. I ain't afraid of change, and not a radio station, not a thing from my past about you. When you think about Nashville, I hope you think of me too. Forever, always, the big and small ways, let me love you. When I think about Nashville, windows down on your Cadillac, I think about a sunset dripping down a summer sky, sipping on a moonshine I'll never forget. When I think about landslide and how I build my life around you, I ain't afraid of changing out of reason. Thank you. Freaking fantastic. Thank you. You know, I had a discussion with a rap artist last week, and, um, you know, it's – I am a very judgmental uh, rock guy, and I, and that's never been hidden. You know, I'm very, very judgmental about music and rock and, you know, music in general. And when I can hear – you know, another genre of music that keeps me captivated and wanting a little bit more, it only makes me appreciate that artist for bringing me into it. So what you just did, or, you know, I've listened to a couple of your singles and a couple of your songs, and it's just like, damn, you know, I, again, I'm not a country person, but listening to you, I, I can listen to you for hours. So, uh -huh. it, it, you know, hats off to you because it's, you bring, you know, genuine genuineness genuine yeah genuineness we'll just go that way um to your music i can just hear it you know and watching you smile while you were singing was just you know freaking amazing so again my hats off to you 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 have just a talent that is unlike most people these days so my hats off to you 
Thank you. That means a lot. I really appreciate it. I'm I, I'm so excited that I got to sing that for you. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I was on my way home today from the doctor. I'm like, I got to get her to sing tonight. She's got such a great voice because also because a couple things, you know, going live on Twitch and everything else like that, you know, sometimes I'll get hit with a bot, you know, copyright uh, strike, but you playing live helps prevent that. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. No, I listen, when I can sing live, I'm so happy to do it right now. It's and like, I appreciate that. It's yeah. thrilling to me. So. Thank exactly. You. Exactly. So um, now that we got, you know, that kind of stuff out of the way, let's talk a little about you a little bit. Um, so I know that you, for a while there, you kind of, you know, you um, stopped. I don't, I don't want to say stopped, but you kind of took a step back from the music business to become mm -hmm. a mom and stuff like that. Talk about, you know, your decision to do that and what, and then what made you finally say, Hey, this is what I'm coming back to do. Well, you know what, listen, I always knew I wanted to be a mom and have a family and I did that. Um, but it's kind of like I had all my kids and then I realized, wait, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was kind of like that aha moment where I kind of sat back and I thought, what is it that I love to do before I was a mom, before I was a wife? Um, because I was somebody else before I was a mom and before I was a wife. And it kind of brought me back to music. So I, I just, honestly, I started taking piano lessons at like 30 and to slowly just kind of figure out where I wanted to go with it. But that took me down a whole nother path. I started writing songs. Um, and that's when I started recording my stuff and I don't know, it just brought me into a whole nother world, but back to the world that I loved, which was music. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, and you're not the only woman to ever do that. I mean, some men have done it too, but like Adele um, did it for a while, and she's coming back now. And yeah. you know, it's 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 admirable, you know, because it's like, okay, I've had my career, you know, now it's time I want to have some, you know, do the mom thing, and now I'm going to come back and I'm going to incorporate it all. And I think taking a step back and you know, definitely um, having a, a a breath and, you know, kind of revamping your way of thinking kind of helps, you know, the music process as well. So, you know, who's, I mean, you may have come back better than ever before because of that. And you came back re-energized re and stuff like that. So, I mean, hearing that song, you know, definitely tells me that you're ready to be back out there. And again, I, I, my hat's off to you. And, you know, I think it also took me some time to kind of figure out, you know, I was doing pop music before, Mm -hmm. Um, so I was kind of in that realm of the pop world and, but I always knew country music was just at the heart of me and I knew that I wanted to do that, but I wasn't living in Nashville. I was in LA and everyone in LA was like, well, if you want to be a country artist, you need to move to Nashville, you know? And so I just kind of stuck doing what, what I was doing, which was writing and making my music. Um, but about four years ago, I finally said, you know what, I want to, I want to do country music. I mean, all of my songs, you could take one of my pop songs and turn it into a country song because it tells a story. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've always been true to who I am, um, in telling a story. So, you know, it wasn't that far fetched for me to just kind of jump into the country world. Um, you know, and that's, that's where I feel at home, to be honest with you. So... When you first started, you know, obviously, like you said, you were you were pop. Um, why did you, you know, if with that being said, you know, about the country stuff, why did you go the pop route? Well, because I was in L.A. and any producer that I spoke to and 
worked with, they were, they, that's kind of what they were doing. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like there was a lot of country producers out in LA. Yeah. Um, I mean, country musicians would come out here, I'm sure record out here, but they probably would bring their people, their engineers out here to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, now I feel like there's such a crossover with all genres right now. So I feel like you could kind of live anywhere or go anywhere and still make your music, whether you're a country artist, a rock artist, a pop artist, a rap artist, it doesn't really matter because everything is, you know, there's these, um, what was I saying? You know, crossovers right now, which I think is amazing. And I love it when I hear like a country artist working with a rap artist. I think it's the best. It right? really is. Yeah. Or when a, um, you know, and this happened back in the nineties, it hasn't happened too much now or when like a, um, a country, you know, artist, you know, covers an R and B song or, you know, does that kind of stuff. You know, I, lo I love that kind of stuff. Um, it, it really kind of, you know, it, it really does bring out a lot. I mean, I remember one of my favorite bands is more of like a, um, a Southern rock band. Um, um, they had a song and they, Put the song out on their album and it didn't do so well so then they went you know one of their one of their big friends you know country artists came up to them and said hey can we have this song or we're gonna see if we can make it work on the countryside and they did mm -hmm. and that band was um uh florida georgia line and they their first song that went huge was um now nah, i can't think of the song um Oh, stay, gosh. stay, stay. Um, was actually a cover song of a rock song. That's amazing. It really is. Um, so the name of that band um, that um, is a Blackstone Cherry. They're oh, a Kentucky. Yeah. So Blackstone yeah. Cherry did stay first, and then wow. they then but they're good friends with the Florida Georgia Line, and they let them use it, and Florida Georgia Line blew it out of the water. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of put them on the map. And, you know, that, that a lot of that kind of stuff happens these days. And it's it's really great to see, you know, um, you know, I love being able to talk to people about music and, you know, being able to be on the same page and just, you know, have that, you know, appreciation on so many levels, you know, not just from me, but from the artists as well. You know, you know, a lot of, you know, back in the day, I would say, you know. There was so much feuding or raps better than the, you know, rock or rocks better than rap or God country sucks. And everyone would say that or whatever the case might be. Right. And it was just, it was, there was no, it was all this allegiance of, you know, this is my music genre and nothing else matters. And, right. but now it's come along such a long way and, you know, just that appreciation. I mean, it, what was it? Um, there's a um, oh here's a good example um, Post Malone okay love <laughs> Post love Malone Post is fantastic Malone. so do I and I'm I'm a rock Ooh. guy I love Post Malone but you know hearing about his story that back in high school and even into college this dude was in a metal band for the majority of his life and then he you know, started doing rap and he kind of started but then his last album he came out and he collaborated with Ozzy Osbourne I know I, and, and now that song. Has has a super huge crossover, and it's even getting played on the rock stations on Sirius XM. Right. That's unheard of. So I mean, I've got nothing but love for a lot of these guys, um, and it's just it's amazing to see what music has become, especially in the last twenty years. I agree. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. So talk to me about pending everything being good to go. Let's say everything wipes off the map tomorrow. Are you planning anything for the fall or for the the winter or are you just kind of seeing where what happens? Well, I'm going to be I'm going to release this new music. So, um I'm just kind of um getting all my ducks in a row as you might say. Um like you were saying the video that someone shot and it was just like only a couple people. Well, I've been doing little stuff like that. Like I finally actually did like a shoot um a few days ago, but it was only like a couple of us on set. We had our masks and but I was able to get, you know, content which I needed. Mm. Um since we've been in, you know, with this whole pandemic, I haven't been able to do anything. So, you know, now that I've realized I can do little things like that, I'm going to continue doing that kind of stuff right now. Okay. So you're not so, planning any tours or any, you know, live shows or anything like that? I would love to do some live shows as long as things start opening up. I yeah. mean, right now I can tell you, like, I know LA, there's nothing. Um, I was just talking to one of my girlfriends in Nashville and she said a lot of stuff is they're not opening there either. So I don't think they're doing like live shows right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Virginia and we're supposedly going into phase three on Wednesday, um, right before the fourth and phase three is 75% capacity at restaurants and bars mm -hmm. and no, and no gatherings of more than 250 people. Mm -hmm. Um, however, we still have a, um, a, a government executive order from our governor stating that you, you cannot enter into a, you know, any building at all without a mask on. So I'm kind of curious to see how we manage that because, yeah. you know, other States have not managed so far. Um, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Cause I actually have on July 25th, a comedy show that I'm doing. Luckily it's a small brewery. We won't can't fit more than 25, 30 people in there. So that's, I'm happy about that. Um, but you know, it's, that's, that's great though. I mean, if I is. could find venues where I could even do that, I totally yeah. would, well, but right yeah. now there hasn't really been anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that still goes according to plan. Um, because also this brewery is making, is making the suck it, um, IPA. So I'm, we're getting our own beer. So that's awesome. Amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, you know, only, you know, only available here in Northern Virginia, but still I get my own beer. That's, you know, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah. Uh, it is. So, um, you know, it's going to be me and a few other comics, uh, you know, uh, doing about an hour long set. So I'm kind of excited about that, but I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my, my excitement at bay until like the day before, because <laughs> right. you, you never know what's going to happen. No, I, I agree with you. Like I said, in LA right now, it just actually in the state of California, they're actually starting to shut things down again. Yeah, because I mean, of the cases. So my uh, my co-host who joins me a couple of days a week, she actually lives in LA as well. Um, she's a musician and she's in a few um, bands. She's in a cover band and she has her own band as well. And um, you know, she's itching. She's you know, she's got that itch, and all she wants to talk about is you know doing this and doing that. I mean, she's putting together. They're putting together a new album right now. That again is socially distanced. Yeah. Um, you know, one at a time. So it's just the the producer and then you know, one sound group. That's mm -hmm. it. That's it. Just music. It's, and they're even going in there separately. They're not even listening into it together. Um, so you know, hopefully that works out for her and everything like that. But it's it's just a crazy, crazy time. And but at the same time, you know, I think it's a never been a better time to be alive because it's giving us fuel to a um be united. I think, but it's also at the same time giving us motivation to push forward. I agree. 
and we're figuring out new ways to do things. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Things are not going to be done the way that they were before. So, you know, why not get creative and figure out different ways? And to be honest, the technology is kind of a, you know, I'm not great with it. And it's forcing me to like understand it more and get with the times with it. And, you know, it, this is the world right now. We have to figure it out and we got to move with the times, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and there is so much technology out there. I mean, just for me to get ready for this interview today, you know, I had to, I put together, you know, the calendar graphics and then I put together, you know, just the announcing of just you for today. And then I put another one together two hours ago saying, Hey, it's countdown time. We're almost there. And then I got to post it to Facebook Then I got to post it to Twitter and I got to post it to Instagram and then I got to yes. post it on TikTok. And it's just like, it's, it's crazy. It's and, a lot. Yeah. And, but then, but also on the same, at the same wavelength of that, you know, coming from me being a podcaster, you know, I get to wake up, you know, uh, Thursday morning, cause our uh, Tuesday, Wednesday morning after this is live for 24 hours tomorrow, and see, you know, six, 7,000 hits. And I love that. But at the same time, I've been watching, you know, my viewer count be 10 right now. <laughs> so it's like I can get all these views on or listens in the, in the car, on your phone, you know, listening to a podcast. But I can't translate that to a, you know, a live broadcast. So it's like there's so much stuff going on in the world and trying to get to that point again. You know, there's a lot to understand, a lot to do. And it's just, you know, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a country music artist or a yeah. rapper or a comedian, if we, you know, we've got to be up with the times, otherwise we're going to fall flat. You're right. A hundred percent. We all, you know, knowledge is power. That's what I say. And it's true because the more, you know, the more you can do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you know, uh, Walt Disney said it best, you know, keep moving forward, you know, and that's, that's it. I mean, and that's how I, you know, view this show. That's how I view my comedy. That's how I view my voiceover work that I do. I mean, all this stuff that I do, it's just keep moving forward. You know, and that's all we can do. Exactly. Um, I appreciate you so much. Um, you have, you know, you, you, along with Josh Gallagher have opened my eyes back up to the mu the music world Love of it. country. And so I appreciate both of y'all. Um, you know, I've been rocking his track for the last month, uh, his album for the last month. I, I, it's so weird to be rocking, rolling down the road and all of a sudden, you know, you know, my, my songs will go from like Volbeat and, you know, Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica. And then all of a sudden Josh Gallagher. <laughs> so, it. so now I need to add you onto my, uh, my list because yes. I, I'm digging, I'm digging what you're doing. Add me. I love Absolutely. Thank you. That makes no, me smile. No, thank you for taking time out of your day. Um, I hope that you and your family, you know, survive this ridiculousness. Um, and you come out even stronger on the other side. Thank you. Same to you. Same to you. Thanks again for having me on. Appreciate it. This no, it was it was all my pleasure. I appreciate you. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Holy shit, guys! What a cool lady. Ah man, she's just that was a great interview, and I'm so happy to uh, have had that opportunity to talk to her. Um. She was really, really, really cool. I'm, you know, um, I'm glad I got the chance to talk to her. So um, how can we buy Kimberly's music? All right. So her music is available on Amazon. It's also available on 
Spotify and everywhere else too. So I would definitely go check that out. Um, it's available for download or purchase on iTunes, uh, Spotify, um, Amazon. So definitely go and check out her music. Um, she's, she's quite an awesome chick. All right. With that being said, let's take a quick commercial break. Guys, I'm here to tell you all about the brand new revolutionary product for manscaping today. The Lawnmower 3.0, a product that will not nick your sack and make sure that your manhood stays protected the entire time you are shaving. So do yourself a favor and go to manscaped.com and use promo code SHUTUPCAMERON for 20% off the Perfect Package 3.0, which not only includes the Lawnmower 3.0, but it also includes ball toner, which helps prevent ingrown hairs. You get ball deodorant, which helps prevent chafing and man stank. You also get this awesome, sleek, stylish leather carrying case. Offer $99.99, and when you use that promo code, you get 20% off. Also just released, the Weed Whacker, the perfect nose and ear hair trimmer. So again, go to manscaped.com, use promo code SHUTUPCAMERON for 20% off. Trust me, your balls will thank you. And guys, you know, just to let you know, for everyone that's on the Twitch chat right now, and for everyone that's on Twitch right now, um, Friday... Friday, Friday, Friday. I announced this at the beginning of the show, but I'm announcing again. We're giving away that perfect package 3.0 on the show live. So anyone who comments um, or follows or subscribes on Friday will go into a randomizer at the end of the show, and I'll announce it live on the air and try to and give that away. Um, you know, at my expense. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, really proud of the Manscaping products. I use them daily. Um, so I'm giving away that for free. Um, on Friday's show. Um, so again, who, if you're watching us on Facebook or anything else like that, sorry, you're not eligible. You need to be on Twitch and I will, um, you know, um, turn off my, uh, Facebook comments and only Twitch comments will happen on Friday, but then on Monday we're on live on Twitch only anyway. So, um, for those of you who are listening tomorrow morning on the podcast and the way to work, check us out Friday night, get your opportunity to win a, Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. And now, one more commercial. Guys, ever wonder how I get this manly beard looking so good? It's all because of Viking Revolution. And at Viking Revolution, not only can you get some great beard bombs, but you can also get some great beard oils, as well as some awesome quick shower pads, which helps prevent you stanking up after the gym. Also, these great wet wipes, which help prevent, you know, stanky after, you know, going doo-doo. And also some pomades and some other great products, all at Viking Revolution. So do yourself a favor, go to dcproductions.com forward slash sponsors, click on the banner, and get yourself some of these great products. Viking Revolution, join the revolution. Absolutely. Um, I use Viking Revolution every day keep this manliness you know looking good but anyway um so what a great night um man kimberly was amazing um i you know yeah just simply amazing and then tomorrow night um like i said earlier we've got uh rapper and also he also has a rock band as well um rapper chef sean will be on then uh, Wednesday, rapper John Doe will be on. And then Thursday and Friday, we've got a doubleheader um, from the new movie Mighty Oak. Um, father and daughter on the movie, not 
in real life. Um, Gianna Harris will be on on Thursday. And then the guy who plays her father, Rodney Hicks, is on Friday. So Gianna's Thursday, fr- Rodney Hicks is on Friday. Um, so that's going to be a fun, fun time. Um, Nicole will be back next week. She's having fun in Vegas. Hopefully she's not going to get co- COVID um, while she's out there. Um, hey, Silver Queens, how are you? Um, so anyway, so while to go ahead and close out the show this evening, let's go ahead and talk about, um, a little bit of mental health stuff. So, um, my mental health quote of the day is hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. I'm going to say that for you again, because this is so freaking true. Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. In these days and times, that right there makes all the sense in the world. You know, we've got to make sure that we are, you know, we're waking up in the mornings and we're not turning on Facebook or not turning on the news and seeing, you know, riots or, you know, this or that, you know, it's, we've got to make sure that we're living to be alive, not living to watch shit happen. You know, there's so much crap going on in the world today, you know, and whether you are bipolar, like I am, whether you have mental illness at all, like I do, or you're just, you know, your average Joe learning how to cope with today, making sure that you can see the light, even though you're clouded by your judgment of the bullshit that you see on the TV or on this, you know, this little Twitter machine, you know, it's, it can't be what makes you or breaks you. No, this up here is what makes you or breaks you. This right here is what makes you or breaks you. Not this, not what's going on outside those doors. What's going on outside those doors, you know, you need to be supportive of and, you know, making sure that you are there for the people that need you. And you need to be a hundred percent up here in order to be able to do that. So when I, you know, wake up every day, knowing that I'm bipolar, knowing that I have mental illness, I need to make sure that the ones I care about, the ones I love and the ones I support, you know, have the, the best Derek I can be every fucking day. I can't be that if I'm not, you know, if I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? So when, if I've had a bad day at work or if I've had a stressful weekend, you know, from preparing for this podcast and, you know, getting ready for all the different shit that I have to do for the week on this, because I work basically three full-time jobs, you know, in order to do the stuff that I being able to love, I have to go to my day job every day. And then I come home and I work on this podcast and on the weekends I do voiceover work and, you know, I submit all that kind of stuff. And it's, 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 uh, you know, it's very traumatic sometimes, but at the same time, I know that I'm doing it because I love it. And at the same time, I know that I'm doing it for the better good. Um, because my family that, you know, upstairs right now, that's leaving me alone in my studio that depends on me gets the best me, you know, straight up. That's how it is. Um, now that's all I got to say about that. On to some funny shit real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and cut it off for the evening. So, guys, yesterday or Saturday, I can't remember which day it was, there was a huge news article that came out talking about how the governor of Mississippi, I believe it was, 
is going to take the Confederate flag out of the flag. And so it's going to, they're going to redo their flag. Um, and everybody's up in arms. Same thing that they were doing a couple weeks back when Pelosi said, you know, no more Confederate generals or Confederate people, you know, in the hallways of the Capitol building. So all these people became up in arms, got crazy. They did it over the weekend as well. And they said, you know, you're erasing history. You can't, you can't erase history. It's part of who we are as America, blah, 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 blah. Well, you guys are 110% right. Here's my thoughts on this. The Confederacy lasted four years. Right, where's my camera? Four years. Four years. So if we're basing our American history off of t- frames of t- times of, you know, time frames and how long things lasted, then the Simpsons has more historical, you know, impact and ignore historical, you know, you know, fact on America than the Confederacy. Married with children. <laughs> had a bigger impact on historical fact than than the confederacy you know how i met your mother friends um gay marriage fucking gay marriage has been around longer and legal in this country than the confederacy so to all of you people, and I'm sure none of you people that are watching this right now are the ones saying this, and I appreciate that. But those things, gay marriage, the Simpsons, how I met your mother, the friends, scrubs, you know, all these things that have had a bigger significant impact based on time frames. Now, again, time frames, not you know, not the shaping of America. I'm not talking about that, but you're, you're, if you're talking about, you know, the, you know, that you've got to talk about timeframes and if the Confederacy only lasted four years and you're bitching about that, it, 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 you know, explains why people were so up in arms when fucking, you know, Netflix took, you know, friends off the air and then put it on HBO max because AT&T said so. So, you know, if you're that upset about that, I can explain why people are so fucking upset about friends moving to fucking HBO max. So I get it, (laughs) but if you're one of the ones that are trolling the fucking internet, going online, going on Twitter, going on fucking Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or whatever social media you want to fucking go on. Talking about how, you know, that's ruining America. No, motherfuckers. The Confederacy almost ruined America. It almost divided us in half. And it divided us based off of, there were some other things involved, but it, it almost divided us because of slavery. And if you're standing up for that, then you're on the wrong side of the fucking fence. And it's no wonder that the whole crap that's going on right now with, you know, Black Lives Matter is still continuing because people like you are fighting the wrong fight. We have to be unified. Does the Confederacy matter? Yes, because it's a huge part of our history that we learned from. We learned what not to do. We learned what makes this country great. And that's being unified under one, you know, thought. And that's one thought is being Americans, you know, being human beings. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter what race you are. Doesn't matter what religion you are or anything else like that. Enough of this, you know, we're a Christian country based on Christian values. That's bullshit. We're not, we are a, a 
American country based on human principles. And that's how we need to think. So again, get upset about, you know, the, the Confederacy, you know, that's fine. I get that. But at the same time, you're on the wrong side of the fight. You need to be on the, we all need to be unified in this. It's the only way we're going to have change. It's the only way we're going to have change. And if you don't see that, then we're never going to be right. The the rioting, the protests, everything is still going to, you know, still going to continue. You know, it's, it's not right. You know, I heard there's been many of my black friends and many black people on the internet and all this other stuff right now that have said that they have seen an uprising of whites and other cultures more than ever before to stand up for this black right black lives movement. And I commend that. And the fact that other races, you know, the, the people that are, you know, at the center of it all are recognizing that only means that we're moving in the right direction. However, there are many, many trolls and many, many assholes out there that are still trying to hinder that fight. Well, we're in an election year. Now's the fucking time to do it. But, you know, does our vote really matter? I don't fucking know. But anyway, you know, either way, our voices need to be heard. And if we sit here and stay quiet and don't say anything the entire time or go on the fucking internet and troll, there's this asshole that I'm friends with. And I still cannot believe I'm friends with this guy on Facebook. Now, I'm not friends with him. I'm just friends with him on Facebook because I like to watch what he does because he's fucking troll and it really irritates me. But it also makes me laugh at the same time that people actually buy his bullshit. But he posted today about how um, the whole bullshit about over the weekend or whatever day it was, you know, Biden saying, you know, 120 million lives were lost because, because of COVID, but then he immediately took his, took it back and said 120,000, but people are, all the Republicans are grasping onto the 120 million. Where's these numbers? Where are these numbers? Dude, that's not, he said it, but he corrected himself. He even said, I'm sorry, I was wrong and immediately corrected himself. I'm not either way on, you know, I'm not a Biden fan, but at the same time, I'm we're not going to go into politics, but either way, facts are facts. And he starts talking about where are these numbers? But then he's also, this is also the same asshole that talks about how he posted a fucking uh, statute um, from the state of Florida on his Facebook, you know, talking about how it's illegal to um, make people wear masks in public and how you're not allowed to wear masks in public and blah, 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 blah. Dude, Florida just had 10,000 new fucking cases of coronavirus in one day, a record setting day, one fucking day, Florida, 10,000 cases. And you want a bitch that, you know, wearing a mask is infringing upon your rights. Okay, dude, go outside. Don't social distance and don't wear a fucking mask. Watch what happens. This is, they're trying to, they say they're trying to control us by you know, wearing the masks. What exactly are they trying to control? <laughs> Seeing our paces in public because we're too fucking ugly? Okay, I, well, you know, that's that's their loss because I am a fucking gorgeous human being and I know that I get to come online every fucking night and talk to my Twitch people and post my pretty face on fucking, you know, Instagram and Facebook. And I know that people get to love the, the beautiness that is this. So if people at Walmart or anywhere else that I go and, you know, or you know, the bar up the road or whatever the case might be. Don't get to see this beautiful face. That's fine. Cause I know that you guys get to love it. And I appreciate that. <laughs> 
But either way, they're they're not. <sighs> I'm letting trolls get the best of me, and I promised myself I wouldn't let that that fucking happen. But I fucking did, and now I've made myself all fucking up in arms. <sighs> I need a beer. Great sofa. What are we drinking tonight? Because I need a fucking beer. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm going to leave you guys with this, you know, again, hope is being able to see <laughs> that there is light despite all the darkness. And right now, guys, there is a shit ton of darkness, but again, whether you're bipolar, like me have mental health, health issues like I do, or whether you're just your average Joe, don't let the trolls don't let the politics don't let you know the crap that goes on in this world today stand in your way of making sure that you see the light and you take care of yourself and your family nothing else matters in this world more than you yes black lives matter yes lgbtq rights matter yes me too and speak um speak out or whatever it's it's called now you know matters but none of that will matter if you aren't around to help support it um exactly don't feed the monster gray sofa said it best don't feed the monster um but we the people matter you the listeners the viewers matter and now uh, they'll say it like that and by the way, fuck the trolls. Um, <laughs> I love each and everybody, um, each and every one of you guys. You guys are amazing. Please come back tomorrow. Check us out again, 8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. West with our guest rapper, Chef Sean. Be a great, another great fucking evening, another great uh, conversation. And then don't forget Friday, 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 Friday on Twitch only. So those of you watching us on Facebook, you got to hop over to Twitch, live on Twitch only in the comments. You need to comment, you need to like, you need to subscribe, whatever the case might be. You don't have to do it all. You just have to do one of the one of the three things. And you'll be put into a randomizer at the end of the show, and you will be entered to win a Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the Lawnmower 3.0, the ball toner, the ball deodorant, and a really cool, sleek, stylish leather carrying case. A $99 value, yours for free. So, guys, I, again, I appreciate you guys. Love and respect each and every one of you. I will see you back. Time, I will see you back tomorrow. Same Twitch time, same Twitch channel. And if you're listening to me on the tomorrow morning on the way to work on your podcast, I appreciate you guys too. Thanks, guys. Much love. Peace.